So if you watch the news at all this past weekend, it's it's a mess out there. This world is upside down uh, between the war in Ukraine and, and Russia. It's been going on a long time. And now we have this battle between uh, Israel and Hamas. Israel was attacked over the weekend, and now there's a, a war going on. So it's a mess. So what do we do when we have a lot of anxiety and fear about what's going on in the world or even in our own lives? Uh, we've got to dive into the Bible to understand and read Bible verses on how to trust the Lord, trust God with what's going on in this world, even when we don't understand it. So today, we're reading Bible verses on trusting the Lord to help us deal with some of this uneasiness that we probably are feeling right now. So let's dive in. Let's read these. Hi, how are you doing today? Uh, today we're uh, going to be reading Bible verses uh, to help us trust the Lord more, especially at times like this. So welcome. This is your first time or your 80th time watching or listening to this. I'm glad you found me today on Bible reading and coffee drinking. So today uh, we're, we want to read some Bible verses to help calm our fears a little bit and settle our hearts and help us trust the Lord more. And no matter what we're going through in our lives, uh, or the world is going through, quite frankly. Uh, if we trust the Lord, He will get us through it. I promise you that. Uh, and that is what we want to do today. So today we're going to start off with Philippians 4, 6. It's one of my favorite Bible verses. Hopefully you already know it by heart. But if you don't, uh, read it, memorize it, and keep it right here to help you uh, kind of calm anything, kind of anxiety and nerve-wracking going on in your world right now. Uh, but uh, I have to say, right now in, 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 the, in the world today is so uneasy. Uh, I live in, a, in in the United States. For those who maybe don't know, um, outside of Austin, Texas, and and uh, our, our our political climate is is pretty dicey over here right now. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Econ uh, the economics is not really great. Uh, we got election next year, so we're a little bit of a of a of a hot mess over here in the United States right now. But around the world, we've got a lot of stuff going on, uh, and we're watching that and uh, kind of kind of feeling a little uneasy right now. We talked about this at my church yesterday a little bit about trusting the Lord, and I want to talk to you guys about this today. So uh, crack open your Bibles. I gave you a little bit of time to uh, to open up to uh, Philippians 4.6. Uh, I was stalling a little bit there. Uh, but if you're watching this on YouTube or watching this live on Instagram, uh, thanks for joining me uh, and read along with me. If you're just listening to it on the podcast, uh, don't worry, I'll read it, and you don't have to uh, you know read your Bible and drive at the same time. So <laughs> let's read this. Oh, I need my old man uh, glasses here. I can't, uh, I got, uh, can't see my Bible. Sorry about that. For those just listening to that, that was a stall tactic. All right, Philippians 4.6 uh, says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So what do we need to do? What is God telling us to do right now? in the midst of this turmoil and uneasiness and kind of wacky, upside-down world we're dealing with right now. He wants us to not worry about anything. Instead, He wants us to pray. About what? About everything, okay? So I don't know what you're praying for right now, and sometimes I, I get this question a lot about, sometimes I feel like I have to pray these big, gigantic prayers and build up what I need to talk to God about. Uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, bothering him with frivolous things. What God wants us to do, and he's telling us right here, is to pray about everything. So whether you're praying for peace in the world, or whether you're praying for help in your own life, <clears throat> God wants us to 
pray about everything. He wants to tell us, tell him what we need, but more importantly, thank him for what he has done. Don't forget that second part. Sometimes we treat God like a genie and ask for things constantly, and we forget to thank him, quite frankly, for everything that he has done. So make sure you thank God today uh, for what you have in your life, the people you have in, lo- in your life, your life in general. Uh, thank him for waking up this morning. Uh, thank him for another day and another week. Uh, thank God all the time, okay? And if we do these things, we will experience God's peace. And this is funny, the second part of that sentence, which I think is something we breeze past, quite frankly, right? Which is, then we will experience God's peace. So if we have that relationship with God, and we're talking to God constantly, right? We're fostering that relationship with God, and we will experience peace, His peace, the second part I think we forget about sometimes, then or it will uh, which exceeds anything we can understand. I think part of the reason why we get anxious and fearful in this world is because we don't understand uh, things and, and things that when we, when we don't understand certain situations, we get anxious about them. But even in this situation, what God is telling us that we can't even understand His peace. It, his peace. His comfort and His love exceed everything that we can understand, exceed our expectations. So we need to trust that we don't understand everything. We've got to trust that He's got a plan for everything. And if we if we foster that relationship with Him, we pray about everything, we'll and thank Him for everything in our lives, then we'll get a peace that we can't even understand. It's more than we're even looking for or what we can expect. Uh, and that should be comforting, quite frankly. That should be comforting. All right, that's Philippians 4, 6, 7. Let's flip over to Proverbs. Proverbs is in the Old Testament, so those following along. Uh, Proverbs is the kind of the book of wisdom. It's right around halfway through the Bible. It's after Psalms, if you don't know your uh, your books of the Bible that well. But, so on mine is page 834, which is pretty much almost smack dab in the middle of the Bible. Uh, so turn to Proverbs 3, 5, uh, and uh, we're going to read about another very, very famous verse that uh, I find myself going to constantly when I'm struggling with things in my life. Sometimes I'm struggling with decisions that I'm making. Um, sometimes I, I struggle to understand, uh, and I try to, do, I try to do things myself. I try to make those decisions not knowing whether they're God's decisions in my life, or whether I'm going at it alone, which typically doesn't work out well for me. <laughs> so let's read uh, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I like this part. Do not depend on your own understanding. We, uh, we're we going to talk about that in a minute. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. So I love the fact that he talks about trust the Lord with all your heart. The second part, do not depend on your own understanding. We just read, excuse me, we just read in Philippians that his peace will be even more than we can understand, right? So if you can accept the fact that you don't know everything, uh, if you can accept the fact that you don't know why things happen all the time, um, and you don't depend on your own understanding, but you just go and trust him with all your heart, uh, you'll find that peace uh, that you're looking for. And I like the second part uh, in verse 6. Uh, Seek his will and all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Talking about feeling lost all the time, um, you know, there's constantly 
in my life that I find myself lost and trying to make a decision and trying to figure out which path God wants me to take. I have a decision to make. I got a fork in the road. I got a, it's a job situation, a family situation, whatever that may be. We make decisions all day, every day, it feels like, especially, you know, at my age. Um, and if we, if we seek his will, he will show us what path it, which path to take. I think that's a very important message in terms of when you pray. We talked about praying without ceasing a while ago, or you know, praying for everything. Um, praying for God's will in your life is a way to make sure that it happens. Right when your prayers align with God's will in your life, He will show you which path to take. I promise you that. So instead of when you pray today, instead of praying for what you want, try to pray that your your needs and your desires and, and, and your wants align with God's will. And when that happens, miracles happen. I promise you that, okay? All right, let's flip. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time in Psalms right now, which is just one book back. Let's flip to uh, Psalms 27.1. Uh, and Psalms are songs for those who don't know uh, traditionally speaking they are uh, written in as a as a song so just a few pages back quite quite frankly less than 100 pages back flip to uh psalm 27 and we'll do uh, we'll do verse one on on this one well, actually we may read all the way through three depending on yeah well let's do that let's read one through three it's very prevalent with what's going on uh, in today's world. So Psalm 27, verse 1 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? So uh, we're going to read the second part in a minute, but I want to talk about the first half of this. The Lord is my light and my salvation, why should I be afraid? So this is all about perspective. I know things are rough right now. I know you're turning on the news this morning and you're like, I don't even know what to think. And these images and videos that are coming out are horrific. And I don't know how to have peace with that, right? If you're afraid right now, if you're afraid, if you're living in that part of the world, or if you're living any part of the world and you're afraid of what is going to happen or what is happening right now, if you trust God and and understand that he's the light and salvation. He has already won the battle. He has already saved you. And because of that, you shouldn't be afraid. He's your fortress, protecting you from danger. And so why should I tremble? Horrific and evil things happen in this world. But if we can keep that perspective of God being our light and our salvation, and the fact that he's already won the overall battle, then... This is only temporary, okay, my friends? This is only temporary. Hopefully this Israel war ends quickly, but it's always going to be something, if that makes sense. If you live long enough in this world, you're going to experience bad things. You're going to see bad things. We're going to have wars. We're going to have all sorts of stuff. It's going to happen, right? So you got to have that perspective of God being our light and salvation. Now let's read uh, the last part, two and three, which is very prevalent in today's world. So if you're part in that part of the world right now, I saw some people in here comment there in Israel uh, right now. So I'm going to read this for you. When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even when I'm attacked, I will remain confident. <clears throat> 
So I, I, I'm praying for you right now that you know Jesus. I'm praying for you that you understand that Jesus is the light. He's the light. He's the truth. He's the way. If you put your faith in Jesus Christ, nobody can beat you. Although you may fall in this world, you'll be glorified in the next. So I promise you this, trust in Jesus, right? He is the way. All right, he's your fortress. He will protect you. He will, but you've got to put your faith and trust in Jesus. Put your trust and faith in the Lord. And if you do that and you have that right perspective, it's going to be okay. All right? I promise you that. All right, let's uh, flip. I'm going to read. This is a little something different for me. I want to read all of Psalm 23 to stop, you know, kind of in this section of the episode. And we're going to go into questions here in just a second. But I want to read all of Psalm 23 for anybody out there, whether it is you're in harm's way physically whether the devil is battling you physically or mentally, whatever you're dealing with in your life, if you're struggling right now, if you're afraid, and if you're having a hard time trusting God and you're trusting yourself, I want to read Psalm 23 for you, okay? A sip of coffee, and we're going to read the entire thing. Not very long. <clears throat> this is a psalm, a song uh, from David, Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. You are my rod and my staff. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. My advice to you guys out there watching or listening to this right now. If you're uneasy, if you're having a hard time understanding read psalm 23 every single morning the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need and there's lots of translations for that lord is my shepherd i shall not want i grew up in the king james uh you know southern baptist version but it says the same thing the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need if jesus is your shepherd right if jesus is your shepherd you have everything you need, okay? You have everything you need. I know you don't have everything you want. I know there. This world tells you you need more things, <clears throat> right? And I'm like, that's a whole other podcast episode about you know blocking out all the stuff going on in the world, telling you you need, 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 need every single thing. But all you need is Jesus. All you need is the Good Shepherd. That's how Psalm 23 starts, and that's something we need to remember every single day. So I would challenge each one of you guys watching out here. I don't know how many people are you know, watching. This will reach thousands and thousands of people. Read Psalm 23 every day for the next 21 days. In the morning or at night, whatever it is, read Psalm 23 to yourself 
every single day. And watch how your perspective changes. If you can have so much faith and trust in the Lord, understand that the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ, is all that you need. Then it'll be a different life for you. I promise you that. Okay? Read Psalm 23. We just read it together, together this morning, together this morning, excuse me. Read it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Read it throughout the entire month of October. Uh, do 21 days if you can. It's October the 9th, so that's perfect. So read it through all the way through the end of October every single day and see how that changes your life. I'll do it too, okay? I'll do it with you guys. That's the word of the Lord. That's great. Uh, those are some great Bible verses on how to trust the Lord. Uh, and uh, let's try to focus on that today. All right, so we're going to pivot here a little bit uh, to uh, reading a couple of questions. Uh, that's what I like to do. So if you're live here on Instagram, uh, make sure you put your questions on the bottom. Uh, if you're watching this uh, afterwards on YouTube, uh, if you want to join us live on, on Instagram on Mondays and Fridays, feel free. Uh, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to this, uh, if you want to watch this and join us live on Instagram Mondays and Fridays, 8 a.m. Central Time uh, here, in, uh, here in Texas. Uh, sorry, let's have a sip of coffee and then we'll dive into some questions. All right, let's see what we got here today. All right, uh, how do I change my habits? This is the first one at the top. I'm going to read it. <clears throat> I like to read the first one. Uh, how do I uh, change my habits? I want to stop drinking alcohol and just live right. I don't know how to start my transformation. Uh, Russell, that's a great question. And I'm going to go back to what I just said two minutes ago, right? I'm challenging everybody to read Psalm 23 for 21 straight days. Uh, so there's that rule of 21. Uh, if you can go 21 days, either forming a habit or breaking a habit, if you do feel like you're, you know, habitually drinking alcohol or anything else, stop for 21 days. Uh, and if you can just go cold turkey and, and dry from alcohol for 21 days, get it out of your house. Uh, I, you probably will not want it anymore after 21 days. Now, there are some struggles with that. Alcoholism is a tough thing. So hopefully you're not to that stage, so you may need treatment for that. But if you're just trying to break a habit that you feel that you don't want to drink alcohol or other things, uh, and you just feel like that is um, something you want to stop doing or start doing, not alcohol, but if there's something else that you want to start doing, such as memorizing and reading Psalm 23, 21 days I find is a key. Uh, so I challenge you, Russell, to uh, you know just throw it all away. If you want to stop drinking alcohol and live right in your words uh, to start your transformation, Get the alcohol out of your house. Uh, don't let it be tempting to you. Uh, but just go cold turkey for 21 days. Focus on reading your Bible every day. Maybe replace that, uh, you know, drinking of alcohol with something else. Find something more productive. Uh, find something that brings you closer to God uh, as opposed to possibly pulling you away from it. So uh, find something to replace it with, Russell. Read your Bible. Maybe in the, the times if you if you have a glass of wine or, or, or alcohol at night, I'm just hypothetically talking, you know, replace that time with for 30 minutes reading the Bible uh, or 30 minutes listening to a podcast like this, whatever that may be, and kind of form a new habit to replace the old one. So hopefully that helps. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here on the uh, questions. Um All right. How do I know I hear God? I know it's him when praying for help, Kaylee. Uh, so Kaylee, I mean, sometimes it's not always obvious uh, when God is talking to us. I, I firmly feel that God talks to us in, in, a, in a variety of ways through other people, for sure. That's why it's important to 
surround yourself uh, with Christian influences, going to church, listening to the right music, uh, watching podcasts like this, whatever that may be. Uh, I do feel like sometimes God talks to us through those mediums, right? Uh, but he also talks through, to us in, in a variety of other ways, through strangers, through circumstances, uh, through something you read. I do firmly believe that God speaks to us, not audibly, but in, in, a, in a thousand different ways in our life. And sometimes we're too blocked off on it to pay attention. Uh, we've got to open our eyes. And once you understand that God speaks to you through different things, you're more open to that. And maybe your eyes are a little bit uh, more clear and more susceptible to it. So uh, how do you know that you hear God? You'll know when you read something, you're like, whoa. I I'm Sometimes I'm sitting in church. I'll be listening to uh, a sermon, for example, and he'll hit something that I've been stressed about uh, for a while or something I've been praying about for a while. And I know that God led him to say that. Sometimes we don't know necessarily until afterwards, if that makes sense. Um, sometimes you're praying for help, and, and uh, you know God answers that prayer in the sense of he, he puts you on the right path of what you're wanting, but sometimes it's different, right, quite frankly. Sometimes you're asking for help to go right, and he moves you to the left. Uh, so uh, you've got to have enough faith and understanding to know not every, not every answer to your prayers is going to be a yes. Sometimes it's a no, Sometimes it's a maybe. Sometimes God has other plans in mind. Uh, but uh, as I talked about earlier in the episode, if you pray uh, your prayers and your needs and your wants, uh, and you pray to align them with God's will in your life, that's when things happen. So try to pray for God's will and for your understanding and for your wisdom of God's will uh, in your life, uh, as opposed to just what you think you need or want. Some, a lot of times that has helped me a lot. I mean, praying and asking God to help me understand, if that makes sense, uh, or give me the strength and the knowledge to make the right decision, as opposed to praying, I want this. God, help me get this. Uh, sometimes that always doesn't work out. All right, let's have uh, at least another one or two questions here. Let's see what we got here. How do I... Uh, this will be an easy one. How do you pray when you don't feel like praying? Um, I'll say this. Um, what you've got to work on is your relationship with God. Because I, I think I find when I, when I am not praying enough, right... Uh, my relationship with God is kind of distant. He's always there, uh, but I've uh, obviously gotten distracted in the world a little bit, and I forget to pray sometimes, which sounds terrible, uh, which sounds awful, but uh, I don't think I'm alone on that. <laughs> so uh, what do you do when you don't feel like praying? You do it anyways, quite frankly. Uh, and I'm not saying you need to force a prayer, but you need to get to a point to where um, you're open to wanting to talk to God. If that makes sense? I think if it's, if it's forced... Um, that's not always great. But you've got to get to a point in your mind and your heart that you want to go tell God what's going on in your life. Uh, so work on that relationship with Him a little bit. And it starts with prayer, I have to tell you. So when you don't feel like praying, pray anyways. Um, find a quiet place uh, and close your eyes and just sometimes sit and listen as much as you talk. Uh, but you'll never regret praying. i got to tell you, you'll never regret it. Never will. Okay, let's have another question. This one's, uh, oh, this is from Kiki. Uh, she's uh, one of my loyal followers on here. Good. Uh, I like her a lot. Seems minuscule with everything going on in, our world, in the world right now. But would love prayers for my pain to stop for my recent finger surgery. So we are definitely going to be praying for you, Kiki, as well. So I, I ask for everybody to pray for 
her pain to go away. And it's not minuscule. Uh, I promise you that. I know that uh, there are bigger and grander and scarier things going on in the world, as we talked about today. But we still have our stuff. <laughs> we still have our things that we're dealing with in our lives, our struggles, our anxieties, our decisions, our pain, our surgeries, uh, whatever it is that you're dealing with in your life. Uh, you still need prayer for it. It's okay to pray for big things as well as small things, uh, as we kind of talked about earlier. This, uh, you know, what what God talked to us today in the first in Philippians that we were reading was pray about everything, right? Pray about everything. Uh, so we're going to pray for your pain in your finger, uh, as well as praying for peace in the Middle East. So it's uh, it's not minuscule. I promise you that. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. Uh, to pray for the big things and the small things in life, because the small things are not going to go away, even though there are bigger things uh, and scarier things out there in the world. Does that make sense? Okay, uh, let's have a quick prayer. Uh, we're gonna pray for uh, we're gonna pray for peace today. Uh, I'm, I'm a little um, uneasy with what's happening in the world. I'm trying to stay off the news, uh, but uh, I'm praying for all the people <clears throat> that are dealing with pain and suffering and loss. There's some horrific things going on right now. And uh, we want to pray for that. Okay, let's have a sip of coffee and then we'll pray for that. Dear Heavenly Father, today we come to you with humbleness. We come to you with uneasiness. We come to you today with a heavy heart. Lord, we've seen all the images and the videos over the last 24, 48 hours on the news. It's horrific attacks that are happening right now. And it hurts, Lord. It hurts to see them. It hurts to know that people are suffering. People are dying. People are being kidnapped. People are being raped and tortured. And we're struggling with that, Lord. We're struggling with understanding it. But we know, as we read today, that your peace and your plan is greater than our understanding. And we're going to choose to trust you, Lord. We're going to choose to trust you. We pray for peace in that part of the world, Lord, and every part of the world. But quite frankly, right now, that is front and center of what we need peace in that part of the world. May your will prevail in that situation in Israel. May your will prevail in our own lives, in our own situations. So I'm praying for peace in that part of the world. I also want to pray for everybody watching and, and listening to this and whatever they're dealing with in life today, Lord. I'm praying that you ease pain, ease suffering, ease anxieties, ease, fear, ease fears, and help us to trust you. Thank you for the words that you gave us today in the, in the verses that we read. And I promise you, we will hold up our end of the bargain by continuously praying for everything and trusting you with everything in our lives. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Love you guys. Have a great week. Uh, we'll do this again on Friday. Uh, until then, stay safe uh, and, and, and keep praying and keep trusting the Lord. And I promise you, he'll get us through anything that we're dealing with in our life. God bless you guys. Talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.